When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports. Whether you wagered on the Natty tonight or baseball right around the corner, right in our laps, as a matter of fact, opening day last week and in full swing, no pun intended, superbook.com is where you go for terms and conditions. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, get the intel edge you need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. And TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, a new way to work out, a better way to work out to accomplish your fitness goals. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. So it's going to be a little bit of a rapid fire Primetime show tonight with the Natty already underway. We had some technical difficulties off the top, but we did feel that we needed to share this information with you before we let you get on with your college basketball evening. Um, this There was a, a, a tweet that was put out by Jeffrey Simmons' agent um, at the end of the month on Friday, as a matter of fact, late in the evening. Um, and it was cryptic in the sense that it featured Jeffrey Simmons. It was specifically about the, the career, the football career of Jeffrey Simmons. And it was produced by his agent, um, who seems to, uh, you know, relish the spotlight a little bit. And certainly the spotlight is on the agent at this point, as well as on Rand Carthon. So the question that I want to start with, uh, your Two Rivers Ford take, is this in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Is there any circumstance under which Jeffrey Simmons isn't a Titan in 2024. Remember that he's on uh, a contract in 2023. So not this year, but beyond this year. Is there any circumstance in which Jeffrey Simmons isn't a Titan in 2024? Let's talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it's presented by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford for 2023 model year Fords and quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, and the value that you cannot beat because they always sell all non-specialty new Fords below MSRP at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So, uh, is there any circumstance under which Jeffrey Simmons isn't a Titan in 2024? Blake Barnes says, I said, cheer me up, Buck, don't put me down more. I understand. Depends on what Arizona wants for number three overall, says Donald Red. Donald implying that if the Titans were to trade up, that Jeff Simmons might be involved in a trade package. So the reason that this is a talking point at all is because of the video that his agent put out. And you'll hear the line delivered by his agent with some dramatic, you know, movie trailer-like uh, cinematic quality. And you can try and tell me what the hell it means, because I sure as hell don't know. I can say this with complete confidence. Our window is 
unequivocally Jeff's entire career. And I stand on that. <laughs> Donald says the agent wants to be a star so bad. Hey, listen, that's the me of agents. <laughs> that is 100%. The me of agents. Paul D. Roussel is the uh, individual's name. <laughs> and I, okay, here's, I want you to watch the video again. And I want you to hear the, the line because I'm so confused by what it is that he's saying here. Now, uh, apparently it has nothing to do with Jeff's contract because Paul was being tweeted at by a bunch of you guys, Titans fans, was asked if, does this mean that Jeff got a deal done? And he said, nah, it's <laughs> just, just a hype video. The second hype video, but listen to the line that he delivers towards the end of this cinematic feature, because I don't get it. I don't know what it means. Perhaps somebody, one of you guys, can explain it to me. I can say this with complete confidence: our window is unequivocally just entire career. And I stand on that. This is the line. I can say this with complete confidence. Our window is unequivocally Jeff's entire career. And I stand on that. What? What the hell does that even mean? (laughs) I'm so confused about what the message is there. Window to do what? Window to cash in? Jeff's entire career? Okay, maybe. Sure. Like, yeah, as long as Jeff Simmons is playing football, that represents the opportunity to make money. But I can say this unequivocally. Or, or, again, let me read the line because I'm very confused. Thank God somebody transcribed it for me. I can say this with complete confidence. Our window is unequivocally Jeff's entire career, and I stand on that. Sir, what are you, what are you standing on? Standing on what? I Make it make sense. Standing on solid ground? Standing on Jeff Simmons' shoulders? Standing where? Standing who? What are these highlights of you in the boardroom? Who are you talking to? Is that a real phone call or is it a fake phone call that you're on? I'm dying to know because all 26 of that, uh, all 26 seconds of that video make absolutely no damn sense to me. I can say this with complete confidence. Our window is unequivocally just entire career. And I stand on that. I just, each time I watch it, I get more confused. Now, Robert has posed a theory, a conspiracy theory in his and I's private chat. He says, Jeff is walking backwards in every clip in the video. Does that mean he's leaving? (laughs) You've discerned more meaning from that than I have, sir, because I beats the shit out of me. Listen, I don't know Paul. I I don't know Paul DeRussell. I've had pleasant interactions with him on social media. Um, I... I don't know him to be uh, an agent that is 
established, and I don't, I don't want to discredit him because I'm just not familiar with his client roster. Like he doesn't work for one of these giant shops. Like Derrick Henry is represented by CAA, Creative Artist Industry, or Creative Artists Agency, the biggest, baddest representation monster out there. CAA reps Derrick Henry. CAA reps Peyton Manning. CAA reps Robert De Niro. CAA reps Chick-fil-A. Any Super Bowl commercial you've ever seen made, CAA probably put it together because they run the entertainment world. Uh, IMG, WME are similar mega shops like this when it comes to the representation game. Um, I, I assume that Paul runs his own biz, his, his own shop in this way, that it's a little more individualized. And by the way, that can be successful for any of you guys who pay attention to, uh, to transactions in the NFL world. This is a similar kind of blueprint that I think somebody like David Mulageta, uh, put together, who is the agent of Deshaun Watson, Kevin Byard. Um, there's uh, there's several other high profile players that he was repping as an individual agent and then started his business known as athletes first. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know what message they're trying to convey with Jeffrey Simmons. Um, but I I'll tell you exactly what it doesn't mean right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage. Get the Intel edge. You need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. Nobody has better properties. Nobody has better intel that you need to win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity right now. Gary Ashton and his team will help you the same way that they helped me find my dream address without the stress. And if you're in the market to sell, don't sell without the intel that you can get at GaryAshton.com. Uh, keeping an eye on the uh, national championship game, it is currently tied at 10 all after uh, Adama Sonogo. Just uh, got uh, a, a quick layup there, it looks like. Um, 10, at, 10 apiece for San Diego State and UConn, under 15 minutes to play in the first half of this national title game. We'll get you back to that here in just a second. Here's what I know it doesn't mean. Because um, I asked. I said, does this have anything to, to do with Jeff signing an extension? And I was told flatly no. Does this have anything to do with Jeff's ongoing contract negotiations? I was told flatly no. Even though the window is unequivocally open uh, for Jeff's entire career, whatever the hell that means, apparently it's got nothing to do with his contract situation. So, um, you know, I don't know if, if Paul is out here trying to Jerry Maguire the shit out of this thing with a really high-profile client, but here's the – I asked you guys the question, is there any circumstance um, – is there any circumstance in which Jeff doesn't end up with the Titans in 2024? And I think the ultimate doomsday scenario, again, I don't know Paul's level of experience. I know he's got a high-profile client in Jeff Simmons. Um, I don't know, again, who the rest of his client roster looks like. I, I don't know if, if, this is his, if this is his sole game. I've got, I've got a lot of questions. I'd, you know, all questions that I'm sure Paul would be happy to answer. Um, I just haven't necessarily reached out and, uh, and asked, I suppose. So maybe I should do that. But um, so I don't want to I don't want to bring into question his credibility because I can't speak to his credibility for or against. And that's, you know, I'm not going to tear down a man just because I found his hyped video curious. Um, but I guess the question that I would ask, what the hell does that line mean? Like, 
again, I'll read it back to you because it, it confuses me each time that I read it. I can say this with complete confidence. Our window is unequivocally Jeff's entire career, and I stand on that. What is the window? Why is it unequivocal? Of course, it's Jeff's entire football career. And what are you standing on? I just, I, there's so many, each, each portion of that sentence makes less sense than the last, uh, which is fairly difficult to do, but it's muddled, uh, an already muddled situation. Um, the ceiling is unequivocally the roof, says Jeff Rubel, and I stand on that. Robert, Robert L. Redmond says, badly edited video. Uh, Juan Delgado says, Paul who? Paul D. Roussel, who is this agent? Again, I'm going to play this for you one more time because it continues to perplex me. Uh, this is produced by Jeff Simmons' representation, uh, a man by the name of Paul D. Roussel. And each time I watch it, I know less about the status of Jeff Simmons and his contract negotiations with the Titans. I can say this with complete confidence our window is unequivocally just entire career and i stand on that what are you standing on i just i want i want to know what are you standing on stephen king says bro just put words into mad lips <laughs> mad lips make more sense <laughs> Mad libs, Mad libs make more sense. I don't, I don't get it. I just, I simply don't. But you know, we'll see what happens. Here's the only circumstance. Like, here's the doomsday scenario. Okay, if an agent like Paul, who, to the best of my knowledge, and again, I, I'm, I plead ignorance of this man's representation, career, and resume. So let me not discredit him. But this is an agent who seems to be opportunistic, as he should be. Uh, dealing with a very high-profile client who is very critical to his team. He's dealing with a first-year general manager who will have the fan base up in arms if they don't get a deal done with Jeff. So the agent does have leverage, but the, an organization like the Titans, I imagine Mike Vrabel looks at that video and just, like, just makes a face like I did and then spits his dip out, you know, just kind of like dismissively, like spits his dip out. Like that's what I imagine the face that Mike Vrabel makes in his office when he sees the agent's hype video that features the agent as much as the client that he's there to represent. Again, we're talking about it. So if Paul's goal was to get us to talk about it, certainly he has sparked discussion and Jeff is not currently on social media. So Jeff can't, uh, Jeff can't, chime in one way or the other, which is probably better in this instance. But um, why can't the Titans just sign this man and be over with this mess? But that's the thing, Alex. That's that's kind of where the agent has them. You guys, the longer this goes, the longer Jeff Simmons goes without an extension or a contract in place, the louder you guys are going to get. That's going to ramp up pressure on Rand Carthon. He's a first-year general manager. He is somebody who is dealing with an agent who is clearly in the business of drawing attention to this thing. Unequivocally, the window is open, apparently, for whatever the hell that means, and I don't know what that means at this point. But if this is to get botched, 
Like if somebody told me that Jeff Simmons didn't end up a Titan and that there was a falling out in the negotiations, I would cite both Rand Carthon's circumstance and that video and be like, yeah, I totally get it. I, I totally get it. I totally understand how something like that could blow up because, you know, opportunistic loud agents don't necessarily like the, the bigger guys move in silence, right? You other than, um, other than, uh, oh, I'm blanking on Drew Rosenhaus, Drew Rosenhaus, who gets every tip and gets specifically cited and tagged in every Adam Schefter tweet, Drew Rosenhaus is very out there. Right, but not even like like Rosenhaus isn't producing hype videos of himself that feature the player, but also the agent. Again, I want to know. I want to know if he's actually on the phone with anybody, or if that was just filmed with him taking a fake phone call. I want it to be a fake phone call. It would make me very happy. I don't know that. <laughs> like I said, I don't know, uh, Mister DeRussell. So I uh, I just find the whole thing comical, and I'm, it's not it's not coming from a point of criticism. I just don't know what the hell to do with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which may be the point. I guess it's just a, a means of confusion. Um, so we will uh, we will see. Uh, we will see how these things develop. Major Key says, so they actually listen to the fans a little bit? Well, they, they see your criticism. Um, do they make decisions because of you? No. But ramping up public pressure, creating a pressurized environment on the organization is a tool that agencies use to get deals done. A.J. Brown deleting the words Tennessee, the word Tennessee, out of his Twitter bio in the middle of contract negotiations was done intentionally. You know why? Because it scared the shit out of you guys. And it got you tweeting. And it got you buzzing. And it said, pay, and you started saying, pay A.J. Brown now. It doesn't matter what it takes. Pay this man, pay this man, pay this man. And while they did not cave to the public pressure, whether they should have or not, the pressure was enough to ramp up things or to try and apply increased pressure to get the Titans to mobilize a bit quicker. Now, it didn't work. John Robinson balked at it, made a deal to move AJ. AJ got the money that he wanted. It just didn't come from Tennessee. So, I don't, to say that they listen to the fans, they hear you. Hearing you is different from listening, though. And I think that's the kind of uh, differentiation that I would make. Uh, let's move on and let's talk about, let's circle back to this trading up situation because uh I saw a couple of you pose the idea that if Jeff Simmons wasn't to get a deal done that he would be a package as a part of this third round pick or a third overall pick exploration at this point um Tig says Buck he is saying that having Jeff holds the window open to a Super Bowl he could be it's possible but it's not very clear that this that the window's got anything to do with the Super Bowl as far as I know it's the window to do business which is Jeff's entire career. So like I said, I, I don't know what he's trying to get at, but it is what it is. Anyway, you've uh, I, I told you guys about the report that I was able to confirm about the Titans sniffing around the third overall pick in this year's draft. The question I want to ask you is this, which project prospect, if the Titans were to trade up to three, which project prospect quarterback would you be most comfortable with understanding that Stroud and Young are in all likelihood off the board by that time. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you that the primetime show is made possible by Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app today, whether you're betting on college hoops that comes to a conclusion tonight or baseball now that it is back in season. There is no better uh, uh, odds boost and promo bets out there 
than they the ones they offer you at Superbook Sports. They're the best wagering app around with a direct line to experienced bookmakers behind the counter in Las Vegas. Plus, you can get a $250 bonus when you sign up, deposit, and wager in the same day. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, um, which project quarterback would you be most comfortable with the Titans trading up for at number three? Mr. Jones says Hendon Hooker. Uh, Distinguished gentleman says neither. Unfortunately for you, that's not an option that I've given you. Corey Heath says Anthony Richardson. Uh, Eric Alonzo is in the category of neither. Troy Anderson says it's AR, obviously. I don't know that it's obvious. Um, I know that AR obviously has a lot of things that make it enticing. I know that AR's accuracy is a big problem. And while Will Levis probably projects on the high end as another Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill's had a very successful NFL career. So to draft Will Levis in the first round would make sense. And he's probably a fit. I'm not advocate. I personally think that if you're trading up, it better be for Anthony Richardson. Because I think that Will Levis is vastly more attainable um, rather than mortgaging what you might have to to go up to number three to get it. But um, with Levis... With Richardson, they both have drawbacks, uh, but I think that both could succeed very easily given the right circumstance. Now, I don't know that the right circumstance is Tennessee, right? Offensive development is not something you necessarily associate with the Tennessee Titans, quarterback, wide receiver, or otherwise. But um, I think Richardson makes a lot more sense to trade up for. Some highlights from his pro day that were shown. Things like, you know, him hitting the roof. He threw a ball so high in the air trying to get it downfield to the receiver. He's got all the physical traits that you would want. He's got all the uh, intangible things that you can't teach. Anthony Richardson makes the most sense, but I don't think that it would be a guarantee at this point. He's with his Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, or even Will Levis, in a sense. Anthony's arm strength is his superpower, but everything just looks so easy, as you can see. Everything's so fluid, as you can see, he hit the ceiling there right there. Doggone there we go. We get quarterback hitting the ceiling. As you see, he gets a big laugh right there. <laughs> Check the box. All the other quarterbacks hit the ceiling. I got to hit the ceiling, too. Yeah. All right, mission accomplished. Raise the roof. There it is. Look at me. He's like, yep, throw 37. All joking aside, this should there. be scripted. So... That's Anthony Richardson at his pro day. Um, Obviously, that was among several highlights. He's obviously a high-level athlete, but can you get him refined enough to play in the NFL? He's a much higher-level prospect than Malik Willis. Don't think of him as Malik Willis. Think of him as Josh Allen. Do you want Josh Allen? Do you want the potential of Josh Allen without the guarantee that he's going to become Josh Allen? Because Buffalo had a particular set of circumstances that I think helped that 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 situation develop into one of the most fearsome quarterbacks in the league at this point, but he's not without drawbacks and it took some time to get there. Are you prepared for that kind of learning curve? Do you think that this organization can handle something like that? We'll see what happens. They may not trade up to number three overall, but I think Anthony Richardson would be the play for me.
So um, we will see what happens with uh, either of these quarterbacks. We'll see what happens with Hendon Hooker uh, because he's obviously going to factor into this situation. But um, right now, this is uh, this is kind of the way that the Titans have to look at things. And the Titans sitting at 11, exploring the idea of trading up to number three overall makes for a very compelling conversation at this point. Uh, let's wrap this up so we can get you over to the title game. In case you missed it, we will welcome in producer Robert Walsh here in just a moment, right after I remind you that uh, the primetime show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. Try out their great boot camp style classes. Try out all the things that they have to offer. Personal training, their open gym, great facilities, great coaches, great atmosphere, and great value for your price point. All kinds of different membership options available for you at TrueMathFitness.com. And again, get your first workout free. Try it for yourself at TrueMathFitness.com. So uh, we will bring in producer Robert Walsh, and we will see what uh, what lessons from WrestleMania we are prepared to learn because it sounds like it was pretty exciting this weekend, bud. There was a lot of stuff. Snoop Dogg dropped an elbow. Uh, Rey Mysterio beat his kid with a belt. And George Kittle was pouncing people all over the ring uh, after Pac McAfee's uh, impromptu match, which kind of brings me to my question, which Titan would make the best professional wrestler? Now, I'll open it up to all time. I don't care if they're retired or anything. But no, I'll give don't you do two. that. We have to keep it to the roster. We have to no, keep it to because I want Blaine Bishop to be a professional wrestler so bad. You know the hitman. There's already a hitman. That's Bret Hart. But I think we could make a little space for uh, Blaine Bishop. But after tonight's show, I got to go with Jeffrey Simmons. Like, he's already got the manager. He's already got the bad guy in his corner who's going to be cheating, helping him get all the good matches, making highlight videos for him, maybe more for himself. I, 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 I'm just baffled at the unequivocal line. I don't think – it seems like he typed all that stuff into chat GPT, and, and whatever came out was, was what he was going to put into the, the – that was kind of like a music video. I, don't I Honestly, I want to play it again. I'm so confused by it. I just <laughs> – I've played don't. it six different times on the show. No, I think we have to at this point. Shut up and listen. say this with complete confidence our window is unequivocally just entire career and i stand on that robert what is he standing on help me understand what he's standing on and i stand on that i don't know what he's I standing st on uh, that was 100% a fake-ass phone call, too. Nobody, he's it's in there so shuffling fake. through papers. Like, he had a photo shoot, and somebody recorded him. Like, he, uh, what are those, even on those papers? Who's on the phone? Wait, because, like, is he supposed <laughs> Let me see the emails. Come on. <laughs> he could have pulled out a stack of, like, $1 bills, and I would have, it would have been more believable than just, like, it looks like a bunch of, like, cut-up pieces of paper that they had extra in the copy room. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to shuffle these. It's going to look for effect. Again, I... I keep saying this because I don't want to disrespect this man, but I don't know what the hell he's trying to accomplish with this video. Anyway, proceed. I'm telling you, if if you want to look for any value, every clip of Jeff, he's walking backwards. He, he's not He's not walking in to sign a contract. He's, he's walking out. He's going somewhere else. It's all about the imagery. Scary. It's all about the imagery. That's in case you missed it. Let me go. Uh, let me go watch Raw after Mania. Okay. Go enjoy that. We will get these good people 
back to the uh, national title game on the men's side. UConn currently, after tying the game at 10, trailing uh, for a good portion of this first half. UConn is now up 10, 22 to 12. It appears they have gone on a considerable run trying to expand their lead. But San Diego State, known for their defense and been able to keep themselves in a lot of these games. So hopefully this is uh, a very competitive final. Have a great rest of your evening. We will be back at it on the radio show tomorrow, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Bruce Feldman uh, has the Titans taking a first-round wide receiver and trading back up to get a quarterback. He'll explain his logic for that tomorrow on the radio show at 12.20 Central Time. Uh, we will also have Matt Barry. It's Masters Week. Matt Barry of ESPN, their Sports Center anchor, one of their golf, uh, one of their uh, featured uh, personalities on their golf coverage. And I know Matt does a lot with the world of college football as well. Matt Barry will be on the radio show this week, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun to talk some golf. We rarely do it, but this is a great opportunity to do so. Have a great rest of your evening. Uh, Blake Barnes says, next time, cheer me up, Buck. Um, you know, it's like that. It's like that great clip from The Sopranos. I wish we could play it, uh, but uh, we would get hit with all kinds of HBO copyright issues. Uh, it's it's Tony. They're sitting in the back room of the of Bada Bing, and uh, he says to Is it uh, is it Sil or Sal? It's Sil Silvio. He says to Sil, "Cheer me up, babe." <laughs> and Sil stands up. He gets ready. He says, "Just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in." In the worst, uh, in the worst Godfather impression I've ever heard in my life. Is that Pacino? Is that Pacino? What I tell you. <laughs> That's how it goes. Have a great rest of your evening. Radio show at 10 tomorrow. If I don't see you then, see you tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Instead of sending you out with the crazed Jaguar fan, I'm going to make you watch that damn hype video again. See ya. I can say this with complete confidence. Our window is unequivocally just entire career.